0: Let us pray. Lord, as your scriptures are read and proclaimed this day, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your holy word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So you already know what we're going to be talking about here this morning, because I already talked about the uh, talked about a little bit with the kids. But just to uh, sort of clarify things for us, who knows who this guy is on the screen behind me? Woohoo! All right, who knows who this guy is? Who here thinks this is a guy by the name of Jesus? Raise your hand. Anybody going to raise your hand? All right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that's Jesus? All right. No, that is not Jesus. Kelly, would you like to tell us who that is? That is Obi-Wan Kenobi.. <laughs> no, from, from Star Wars, yeah. yes, yes, uh, that, that is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and uh, each Christmas, for the last few Christmases, this is a meme that goes around on social media, and it says, don't forget what Christmas is really all about, and I can't tell you, over the years, how many church people have sent this to me thinking that was Jesus, <laughs> it's not Jesus, it's not Jesus, see, we sometimes think we know who Jesus is, don't we? Yet, do we really? Do we really know what Jesus did? And more importantly, do we really know why Jesus is important to us and why Jesus is important to our lives? Well, that's what we're going to be looking at today. We've been sharing together over the past few weeks, the Apostles' Creed. And last week we talked about God the Father. Today we are gonna be talking about Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Now when you talk about Jesus and do you believe in Jesus, a lot of people, well, they really do believe in Jesus. Uh, recently, uh, a, a, a study called Jesus in America, uh, it was released just last year, and it was between uh, the, it was a partnership between the Episcopal Church and the polling group uh, uh, Ipsis, uh, and the research found that the majority of Americans believe that Jesus was an important spiritual figure if you'll see there you know do you believe in the historical existence of jesus christ or jesus of nazareth i mean it's like 85 or like yeah what was it 89 percent of christians say yes 76 percent of all americans say yes they believe in jesus do you believe jesus is an important religious figure uh and 84 percent of people said yes, even 50% of not-religious people said Jesus as a figure is important. So Jesus clearly is well-known in our society. But is he, or who is he, and, and, and why is he important? Well, first I think we need to get something cleared up, and that is this. Jesus does not have a last name. Christ is not Jesus' last name. (laughs) Have any of you ever had anybody tell you this? I have. Why is Jesus' last name Christ? It's not. (laughs) Christ is a title. It's from the Greek, Christos. It means anointed one. So when we say Jesus Christ, we're saying Jesus the anointed one, or Jesus uh, the Messiah, the long-awaited Jewish Savior. We are told in the Gospel of John, which we uh, just read, that the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So, what is the Word of God? Well, sometimes you'll hear the Word of God referred to as what? The Bible. Sometimes you'll hear the Word of God referred to as Jesus, just as we read in Scripture just a few moments ago. That Jesus is the Word of God. So, what is the Word of God? The Word of God is God's message of love to us, it is the good news it is god's message it is his self-revelation to us telling us as humans who he is and more importantly telling us about his love so we learn about it in the bible but god's word god's self-revelation god's good news is most importantly seen not in the bible but in the person of Jesus. If you want to know what God is like, just look at Jesus. Look at how he lived. Look at who he helped. Look at what he taught. When you look at Jesus, you are looking at God. Something I always try to remember when I read the Bible is this. The Bible is the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. So if I'm reading the Bible and I interpret something in the Bible that would be contrary to something Jesus would do, then I'm doing something wrong. Because the Bible is never going to tell you to do something that is contrary to a teaching of Jesus or how Jesus lived or how Jesus taught. So always remember that. The Bible and Jesus both tell us about God. So Jesus is the embodiment of the good news of God. That God loves us so much that he wants us to be with him forever. And he wants us to be free of the things we do that alienate us from him. Those things we call sin. And that is why Jesus came. And that is what Jesus is all about. So let's talk a little bit more about Jesus and and, and believing in Jesus. So... When I think about Jesus, there are really three things that I believe about Jesus. And I think um, the Apostles' Creed kind of backs this up as well, of course, as Scripture. So the first thing I believe about Jesus is that Jesus was a man. Jesus was human. Right? Jesus is just like you and me. So if we would, would... Would get in a time machine. I always think of that old-timey time machine in the 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 time machine movie from the 50s. You remember that one? You know, I always think of that. If you would get in there and you would, you know, in a time machine and you would go back uh, uh, to um, uh, like 25, 30 A.D. and you'd jump out there in Israel, you would be able to see Jesus. Now. Some people might say, well, what proof do you have that Jesus even existed? There was no cameras, right? We don't have any pictures of Jesus. I mean, we have paintings and and stuff like that, but nothing that was done by somebody that actually saw Jesus. How do we know that Jesus was a real person? Well, believe it or not, there is more historical evidence for the person of Jesus than a whole bunch of other historical figures that we just take for granted. For instance, did you know that there is more evidence that Jesus existed than the Greek philosopher Plato? Mm-hmm. And that goes true with uh, the Greek mathematician Pythagoras, who here had to learn the, the Pythagorean theorem. Hmm. Anybody remember that? Yep. Yeah. Well. There is actually a lot of contention among historians, did Pythagoras actually exist? Or Confucius, right? Or how about another Greek, Homer? There is so much more evidence for the person of Jesus. We have uh, uh, several uh, 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 historians who lived at that time who wrote about uh, Jesus, uh, who, who wrote about the Christians, who wrote about uh, the, uh, some of the things that, that we hear about in the Bible. So, there's, but most historians will agree that Jesus was a real person. Uh, and most of our information that we get about Jesus comes from the 27 books of the New Testament. Most of those books were written between the years of, mm, like, between, like, 50 and 95 A.D. Uh, and... If we look at certain gospels like Luke, beginning of Luke, uh, he tells us that there were several other sources, earlier sources of information about Jesus that he had gathered together and used in the writing of his gospel. So we can uh, pretty much rest assured that people had begun to share and to even write down the stories of Jesus uh, uh, not too long after they really occurred. So most of our information, unsurprisingly, comes from the Bible, if we want information about Jesus. And many of those people who who wrote those early writings, those early Christian writings about Jesus, were people who were eyewitnesses. Or people who were told from the eyewitnesses about what they had seen and heard. So real quick. Uh, I I think most of us probably know this information, but I always like to uh, just run through it super quick for everyone. Uh, Jesus was of course born uh, to a woman named Mary. Uh, He grew up in a town uh, in Israel called Nazareth. And Jesus had a a three-year ministry before being arrested by the religious authorities and, and killed by the Romans. And the teachings of Jesus are among some of the the, the most profound words ever spoken. See, I really believe that even if you didn't believe in Jesus, you didn't even think Jesus existed. Or if you did, you just thought he was just a guy. But if you still lived your life according to the teachings of Jesus, you would have such a better life than if you didn't. That's how profound the teachings of Jesus are. If we put Jesus' teachings into effect in our lives, we will be able to be happier, to have stronger relationships, to have a better outlook on life. The teachings of Jesus are just some of the most profound words ever spoken. So the next thing I believe about Jesus is that Jesus is more than just a man. Jesus is more than just you and me. First off, the Bible tells us that Jesus was born to the Virgin Mary. And I did some research on this this week and I found out that it is impossible for humans uh, uh, for their uh, virgin birth to occur among humans. but. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible for God. And so if I really think about it, to think if I am God of all creation and and I can do whatever I want to have Jesus born to the Virgin Mary doesn't really seem like it's all that hard to do. So that's why I believe in the virgin birth. Uh, Jesus also performed many miracles. 37, to be exact, are recorded in the New Testament. Jesus performed 37 different miracles. And some of them are just astonishing. Like walking on water. Have any of you ever tried walking on water? Come on, I can't be the only kid who ever tried this. Right? Because you watch cartoons, and it's like if, if you just don't pay attention, you can do it, and then once you pay attention, you fall. I remember trying that. It doesn't work. And gravity is not always your friend. But Jesus did it. Also, Jesus taught, but didn't just teach like any old teacher. He taught with authority. Mark 1:22 says this. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who has authority, not as the teachers of the law. Jesus taught as the one who created the rules, not just interpreting them. See, Jesus, he is God's only son, our Lord. As we talked about last week, we believe God is the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, together as one throughout all eternity. So, Jesus, He's not just a man, He is God incarnate among us. We call that the incarnation. We usually talk about the incarnation during Christmas time, right? That's what we're talking about. Jesus is God's presence with us. Jesus is the Son of God. See, so much of what Jesus did were things that only God could do, such as forgiving sins, raising people from the dead, like like Lazarus. You know what? I've been around the church for a long time. But I've never seen anybody raise somebody from the dead. Jesus did. Why? Because he's greater than death. Jesus commanded the waves in the sea. Again, I've seen people do a lot of things in the world. But I've never seen anybody command the storms. Trust me, last time I had a thing outside and no storm was coming up, I tried. <laughs> it didn't work. We all got wet. But Jesus could do it because Jesus wasn't just a person. Jesus, my friends, was both fully human and fully God. Now, some of you are probably saying, Pastor Rick, how can something be 100% of two different things? That makes 200%. That doesn't work. You've got to have 50% of this and 50% of that. My answer to, to you is, I don't know. Take it up with God. <laughs> we just know that God or Jesus is fully God and fully human. You know, when I think of, of Jesus, I think of something good old JFK said in his first, or during his inauguration. Ask not what you can do for your country, but what, or what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And, and I, I think, think we should change that. We should say, we should ask not what Jesus can do for us, but what we can do for Jesus. See, sometimes we get so wrapped up in asking Jesus for things that we forget about asking Jesus what we can do, how we can help, how we can help to make the kingdom of earth right here. And finally, I believe that Jesus died and rose again. Jesus was, of course, crucified under uh, Pontius Pilate sometime around A.D. 30. Uh, He was hastily buried in a borrowed tomb that that had a, a large stone that was rolled over the mouth of the tomb. And then early on Sunday morning, some of the women who followed Jesus returned to the tomb. And they found the stone had been rolled away. The grave was open. His body was gone. And soon Jesus began appearing to his disciples and to others. Jesus ate, and he talked with his followers after his death. My friends, there is no doubt. There was no doubt among his followers. There was no doubt among the early Christians, many who gave up everything they had to follow Jesus. There was no doubt in any of their minds that Jesus rose from the dead. And there was no doubt in my mind either. My friends, not only did Jesus die for our sins on the cross, but that he then rose again three days later to give us the hope of everlasting life. My friends, this is why Jesus is so important. This is why Jesus is important to me. And I hope and pray this is why Jesus is important to you. But knowing who Jesus is, knowing what Jesus did, it leaves us with one important question, and that is this. How are my beliefs about Jesus going to impact the way that I live, the way that I treat others, my view of the future? You see, believing in Jesus is more than just understanding who Jesus is. It is making Jesus a part of your life and living a life according to your belief in him. How are you going to live differently because Jesus lives? That's the question for us to ponder as we leave here this day. Let us pray. Lord, we believe that you were a person just like us. That you are the Son. That you are our Savior and Lord. And that you died for our sins and rose again three days later. Lord, help us to live lives that are Remarkably different because of our beliefs in you. Help us to treat others the way you would treat them. Help us to live the way you live. Help us not to fear the future, but to look forward to the coming kingdom. Thank you for giving us hope in this sometimes dark world. In all of this, we pray in your name.